Hi, I'm Fatima. I'm Brian, and this is Two Scoops. The show where we talk about what's happening in and out of the kitchen. And today, we're going to walk you through one of our favorite comfort foods and how to make our signature marquee Rita. So ever since I met Brian back in college, I asked him what his favorite food was. And the answer was fajitas. <laughs> I, I don't think, know why. I, I don't know why either. And a big spot that we used to go to when we were RAs were either Applebee's or Chili's because we were broke college <laughs> students. Chili's. Oh, no, Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. And when he, would, he, when he would order it, um, of course, it would be this production of the meat still simmering in the cast iron pan and every single plate with the toppings and stuff. So I thought it was more of a production than anything else. <laughs> I think I like deconstructed food because <laughs> I got to put together every piece into the tortilla and kind of, you know, put it all together. I thought it was a little bit extra, although I, uh, <laughs> although every time I saw someone with the sizzling extra. plate, I thought, you know, I, I, I want the sizzling plate. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got you into fajitas. Yeah. So I, I think it was one, you know, when we had moved in early on and when we first started the blog, I was like, OK, you know, I, I don't want to make such a production with the fajitas. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to find something that's a little more convenient and compact and easier to put together. And that's when I came across this chicken fajita quesadilla concept where you just kind of pile everything that would normally go into the fajita, the fajita into a quesadilla which made it a lot easier and less of a production and less extra. Um, and so we so we recently just made, or we made it tonight, mm, actually, yes, which so we're delicious. still eating. What uh, I love about it is the, the crunchy outside, so when you take a bite. I'm sure people will love that. If you're like me, I hate the sound of people eating. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize on the behalf of Brian so for doing that. I so have a few bites left, that's all. Before we actually get into the details of how to make the dish, this dish is just great um, to have either if you're having a huge group that's coming over. I know we made it for our friend Edwin uh, and his roommate came over. Mm-hmm. So it was e- yes, it was easy. And then I, I remember that we also pulled this recipe out when my brother came to visit with his girlfriend and we didn't have anything prepared. We didn't plan on making mm-hmm. anything that night. And it just was one of those things that once you make make it once, you're going to me- memorize all the ingredients, how mm-hmm. to make it super simple to put together. And it's great to have for those large, you know, four or five people that you have over or you just have it for uh, for two days in a row. Exactly. It also makes a great appetizer, too. If you wanted to set it out right before a meal because you cut everything up, cut the tortillas into, uh, you know, four little little bite sized things. So let's talk about some of the ingredients of what goes into this quesadilla. So you have about a pound and a half of chicken breasts. You have one red pepper, one green pepper, and you can use, we say small on the website, but if you like a little more pepper um, in there, you can put a medium one. Then we have one small red onion. You have a tablespoon of fajita mix, which we got lucky once actually finding the pre-made fajita mix in the aisles so taco mix is perfectly okay even your homemade taco mix you can look that up online about all the spices that go in there then you have about two tablespoons of olive oil you have two cups of mexican blend cheese any of your favorites and eight medium tortillas and optional you can have either salsa or sour cream on the side Mm, and i always love making guacamole 
to put on top. I really anything you want to put on a fajita, you can put on these quesadillas. Um, so it's really you know whatever you want to make of it. Yeah. So so once you have all those ingredients, which is also a great thing to do if you don't have time and you think, hey, I'm gonna have some friends over. You need to prep and ahead of time. All of these things are easy to cut up, and then once you get home, you can throw it into the pan. You can even make it probably the day before and warm it up because once again, Brian and I have this like twice (laughs) two days in a row because we have leftovers every time we make it and we never get sick of it and the chicken doesn't really dry out too it doesn't really dry out that that bad when you reheat it because it's cut up in smaller in smaller pieces so when you go and you put it on top of the stove top it warms up fairly quickly so you won't over dry your chicken and then it sits in that that sauce that you made from overnight so you shouldn't run into that issue So what you're going to want to do is that you're going to want to cut your red onion in half and well, obviously peel peel it, peel it and slice it so that it's in these thin strips. And you want to you're going to want to do the same with your green and your red pepper as well. So just cut the top of it with the stem, then cut it in half and make sure you just take out all of those seeds and stuff that's inside of it. And once again, also cut those into the thin strips. I remember I cut that the wrong way and you got very mad at me because you <laughs> like the way these peppers and onions are cut. They're a very specific way to do this. It's all about presentation, I guess. <laughs> and also with cooking things and how evenly they cook and stuff and how nicely it goes into the... Obviously, if you chop it up, it's not going to be a huge, huge deal. Um, I might be a little bit... Um, crazy when it comes to that but that's just kind of my preference so pretty much you're going to want your onion both your peppers into these thin strips what also helps by doing that into the thin strips that i've noticed since my mistake is that it prevents a lot of stuff from fa- little things from falling out true the, very true quesadilla. that is true and then before you even start making any of the stuff place put those to the side and then you want to cut your chicken breast up as well into similar thin strips. You want everything to be just as even size so that it cooks evenly and that you don't overcook some of the pieces in the pan. So once all of that stuff is prepped, you're really you're ready to start cooking. So in your medium pan, you're going to want to warm up some of your the olive oil in the pan. And you will place your, once that's warmed up, you're going to put your chicken in there and sprinkle about a tablespoon of the fajita or taco mix. So once again, you can also, I, I noticed that we kind of gravitate towards, I'll sprinkle a little bit more. So feel free to one to two tablespoons of that mixture, depending on how potent you want that that chicken to taste. Mm-hmm. But one but one is fine. So you're going to sprinkle that on there co- so that it coats it evenly and cook that chicken until it's fully cooked and, and done, until it's white pretty much if people don't know kind of how to cook the chicken breast and we were just saying tonight that we want to try to make this a little more spicy next time yeah so what do you want to what would you think you would do so would either red pepper or yeah like if it's paprika? if it's a if it's a homemade taco mix i'll just add some cayenne pepper and really a cayenne pepper go a little goes a long way so you want to only add maybe a half to a fourth tablespoon of uh teaspoon, teaspoon sorry <laughs> you're not that much teaspoon of that cayenne pepper because it's really potent or when I pick up the taco already made taco fajita mix I'm just gonna go on the spicier hot side but even then I feel like it's still not as spicy as sometimes you want that extra kick so maybe I'll just do a pinch of the cayenne pepper on top of that mixture so once that's cooked you're gonna place that into a bowl cover it so it stays nice and hot and so that it doesn't dry out you're gonna um 
it's actually fine. You don't have to wipe the pan clean. I put the the um, other, sorry, I didn't mention this. You're only going to put one of the tablespoons of the olive oil in the pan first to make the chicken. And then the second tablespoon will come later. Still in that same hot, same pan. This is a one pan dish. You're going to put the remaining olive oil in there. And you're going to place, it's still, it'll heat up really fast. So you're going to place your onions in first because that's the first thing you want to cook. You want to cook that for a couple of minutes until it's translucent. Um, and then once that happens, you're going to place your pep, your both your red and your green peppers in the pan and then sprinkle that other tablespoon. Am I saying, yeah, tablespoon because I always mix my tablespoons <laughs> and my teaspoons up. That other tablespoon of fajita or taco mix that you have and, you know, mix that around and cook that for another two or three minutes until the pepper peppers are nicely cooked and honestly I don't get it to the point where the peppers are super soggy Mm -hmm. I think that it actually tastes a little bit better when you get that crunch yeah I love the crunch in the quesadilla so if you feel like because I know people who've probably tried this our friends who try this at home they're like oh no like the stuff the you know the seasoning that gets stuck to the pan starts to burn and stuff like that so make sure you're constantly moving around you want to make sure you're coating your peppers with that with the un- with the oil as well as the the seasoning and if the seasoning touches the pan without with on a dry pan it will start to burn so just make sure you're moving that around and then once that's done you take that out and place it into the bowl with the chicken mix that all around and there's your chicken quesadilla fajita quesadilla mixture now with the same pan <laughs> i then just take you know let it cool for a little bit Maybe put a little bit of water and I wipe that dry with a paper towel and place it back onto the stovetop on about medium to low heat. It really doesn't need too, too much heat. And I take a little bit of butter where I'm just kind of coating the pan and I put my first tortilla on top of that oil, on top of that butter. A little bit of cheese at the bottom because you want that, you want the quesadilla to be able to hold together so you want to make sure there's cheese on both sides put a little bit of cheese on there and then however much you want to fill up so depending on if it's just two of you guys you can fill these quesadillas (laughs) as much as you want but i would say it's about a quarter of a cup of the mixture that goes in there maybe a little bit more so Mm -hmm. just eyeball it and see how how much you want in there we get about four quesadillas out of this or four and a half (laughs) yeah so so you know you're going to cut that mixture up into four or five portions put that on top and then sprinkle even more and a little more cheese up at the on the top and then place the other tortilla on top and kind of press down because you want to make sure it's holding together and that once that cheese melts it's going to hold it together for a quesadilla and this will be on the side for maybe a minute or two, depending on how low your heat is. And how crispy you want your, and your how, tortilla to be. Yeah, totally. How crispy you want it to be. Because Brian likes it on the crispier side. Sometimes I like it a little softer. So I'm going to flip it over a little more quicker than I would flip his over. So I place that on top. And then I take a spatula and I flip it over so that the other side can get a little bit brown or however soft that you want it to be. And then take it out cut it into fours and you have your quesadilla so it's kind of funny we're making this in the skillet and you're all set and then you kind of keep repeating until you've made all the fajitas that you want so when we were back in college and we used to go over to our friend's house stephanie caruso shout out to her 
So we so we had we celebrated National Tequila Day one day, <laughs> and we made we whipped out. I don't know if it was her roommates or hers, but we whipped out their fajita maker. So oh, if you want to yes. get really fancy and you want to get one of those, but honestly, right. so we we used that and it had like little imprints that came yeah. onto the quesadilla. So so they they are fun. It's like and, a giant like quesadilla grill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could get a lot of fun with it, that and was fun. if you're making tons of it, I you know I can see how it could be helpful to to have but this works just as well in a regular skillet you just have to make sure you have enough cheese and you're really squeezing it down or else once you flip it over which has happened to me more than once your filling from your quesadilla (laughs) is going to fall and fall into the pan you're going to get all upset so just make sure that you're really applying that pressure with the spatula once you've put the other second tortilla at the top yeah, every time I flip it, I have the worst yeah. luck <laughs> flipping that. That's why I'm like, Fatima, you have to, you, you are in, you're in charge of making these because she has a much better flipping talent than I do. It just brings me to a funny memory when we made this for your parents when we went to Connecticut one year. And, and so I was like, oh, like this is, once again, it was something easy. We weren't sure what we were going to make. Mm-hmm. And your dad liked it so much. And we had extra fill. And I was like, oh, I'll make you more. But he's like, oh, no, I'll put it together myself. Yeah. And then I walk in the kitchen. And he's like struggling with the stuff falling out. He did good. He did good. He, <laughs> he did it was, good. It was an A he for effort. He got that far. Yes. He, it was, he was able to like eat something that was edible. But it is funny. It's like, because if you don't know, like to really put the pressure on and make sure that it's together before you flip it over, then mm. you kind of run into that same issue. So how, more than half of his filling fell out, but <laughs> he was able to still piece it together and eat it. Now what I love, you know, whatever, every time we have Mexican, we always need to pair it with a famous marquita. Um, so I'm going to walk you through how to make the perfect shaken marquita. Usually, you know, I love frozen margarita, um, but sometimes I just want something quick and I love shaken. Now, one tip, if you are going to make mixed drinks for a party or having your friends over, try to mix the alcohol together ahead of time. It saves you a ton of time. And this way you can just pour it right into your shaker and get it ready to go. So this is going to make one margarita. And you're going to use... One very potent margarita. One very potent. One thing I must let you know, I love I love the taste of tequila and I love tasting tequila in my margarita. So if you're not tasting, so if I'm at a restaurant and I'm not tasting it, I'm not enjoying the the (laughs) margarita. So this is going to allow you to taste the tequila. So, you know, try to cut down your tequila at first. If you don't like the taste of tequila, then again, why are you drinking a margarita? Stay away. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so you're going to start off with two shots of tequila. And I made it in shots because I feel like everyone has a shot glass around. So you're going to pour those two shots right into your shaker so there's one and two and then you're going to do one shot of triple sec so it's a two to one ratio with tequila and triple sec so here's a triple sec pour that into your shaker about one tablespoon of lime juice you know if you like your margaritas a little more limey feel free to you know add some more in so you're going to pour your lime juice into your shaker like so and I brought, <laughs> I guess you can't really show, so I brought listen and tell. <laughs> um, and so you're going to, you know, put that top on your shaker really good. Shake that up. Now, the, the key here is to, you know, really shake it so that the, the glass on the outside gets frosted. That's how you know it's, it's a, a really well shaken 
margarita and you get it nice and cold. So you want to do that. I'm just going to, for the sake of time. And then fill your uh, glass up with ice. You can always use, I love using mason jars. Those are great because they're portable and they have lids. And you can kind of walk around with them, whether you're inside or outside. Um, but fill your cup or mason jar up with ice. Pour it right over ice. And once that comes out, and then have a taste and see what that. And you can always garnish with a lime mm -hmm. if you want to so make it yummy. a little pretty or get Ooh. fancy. Or I'm not a huge fan of the salt or sugared rims, but no. some people do that if you want. If you know your guest loves that, why not? But all of these, like both the margarita and both the quesadilla, as you mentioned before, these are things you can prep the night before. So if you're someone who likes to entertain, but you have your hours at work is not always, <laughs> you know, you say you're going to get out at six, but it seems like, you know, you stay until seven or seven thirty. These are things that you can get ready ahead of time and have and have so that when your friends come over, even if you're still cooking or still putting together those things, it's only going to take you about no longer than a half an hour to pull everything together and probably make the margaritas first to get them a little tipsy. <laughs> exactly. And, and so then they won't really notice that dinner is a little late. <laughs> <laughs> and all these recipes are on our website. So we'll be sure to put links to the bottom of this podcast. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And be sure to check out more wonderful and delicious recipes on our site. And we'll talk to you next time.